Yo, 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 check this out. This is Fresh Kid out the China Man, with the two live crew. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? It's me, DMC. What's up, y'all? This is the boy, Master P. Yo, check us out. Chuck the public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. Support DJ Paul Taylor, 361. Young Dizzy Bomb. Vice One. Yo, this is DJ Ready Brand. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross. You're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up now, motherfucker? This is the show that shows no limits. Broadcast up and put the real. Interviews will listen to every artist. Still got love for the underground field. Rappers with records revealed in each other. Rappers are coming up. Get them put on. Waiting to the platform to fight the mason. This show that you need to be on. Get a future. Bub had a certain way he spit, 
you know, flow got that hardcore gangster, and you, with me, you know, I'm just telling how it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. But you guys, you, so, I mean, yeah. you, you guys were pretty hardcore, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, um, you know, uh, this was in the 90s. This was at the time, you know what I'm saying, when gangster rap was just, just running wild. And, um, you know what I'm saying, you guys were holding your own right there. You eventually, you know, hooked up with Shortstop Records. Um, but, but before we get into that, when did you guys form as a group? So the funny thing about that, man, we really formulated as mass once we hooked up with, with Lil' Toy. It's, it's, a, it's a strange little story. So me and Little Man and... You know, the the hood, the cats in the hood, Savoir, you know, Dulo, Nutty. You know, we all used to just spit and rap. We never did think about making no album. Um, sometime um, my boy Isaac jumped in the game, Isaac Ellis. Me and him put a, a plan together to say, hey, we're going to go and actually manufacture. So nobody in Kansas City was doing this at this time. We're going to actually go manufacture, you know, print it, press it and get the whole thing done and put some, some records out. So we did that in Kansas City. At that time, it was just me and Flo. So um, I wanted to expand it. I said, okay, well, you know, we got a sound, man. We got to make this bigger. I'm going to travel to another market and kind of see what's going on. I moved down to Houston, and then that's when I met Lil' Troy. So me and Lil' Troy plugged up in Houston. So Troy was like, man, this stuff here is banging, though. Um, let's let's go ahead and put it out. So that's how the connection from Kansas City to Houston started. As we started putting the record together, that's when Flo was like, man, we got to get Lil Bub on this. And so Lil Bub came down, and we started formulating the three-man group. That's when we became mad. Okay, okay. So that that's that's when it all clicked into place. But you had already met Troy. Um, what were your first impressions of Little Troy? Shorty man was, you know, Shorty straight hustler. You know, he gonna get down and get it. And, and you know, when he heard the sound, he was like, "Man, we gotta, we, we need to go bigger than what y'all doing now." You know, we need to start hitting Universal. We need to go get, you know, the big label deal. Y'all got the sound for it. I got the connection for it. And you know that's how the whole plug went down. Okay, so so the goal, you know, what I'm saying, well, of course, at that time, for those listening, you know, what I'm saying that weren't around at that time, um, the music business had, uh, uh, you know, the, the mainstream w- was cats like Spice One, DMX, Method Man, you know, what I'm saying, Too uh, Short, because all those guys were going gold and platinum. So that that was what you guys were striving for. You guys were striving to get a deal and and. Uh, be right there with the rest of them, right? It wasn't so much the deal. It was like, um, so, you know, coming out of Kansas City, man, we was the first cast that really started to put our toe into the game to where, you know, it was some kind of national credibility to it. So, um, you know, we were trying to go out there, learn how to do it, and kind of bring that back to our city so, you know, we could be uh, uh, L.A. and we can do this. You know, after that, that's when Tech 9 and all these other cats came. So, you know, we were just trying to, to get in, man, learn it, and bring it back to the city because at that time, nobody in Kansas City was really out there like that. You know, we was the first cast had videos. We was the first cast that did all these kind of things. 
And, you know, that was just us stepping out trying to figure out what it was so we could bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 95 comes around, you guys put out, you know, Real Truth, Pain, Dues, classic uh, songs on there, Gangsta Strut, Southside. Um, and, and initially, at first, you know, like when I saw the cover and I, I, I saw the you know, shortstop, I, I immediately thought you guys were from Texas. So when I found out it was a Kansas City and Texas collaboration effort, I thought, man, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? That you guys would go out there and do that. You guys were like one of the first from Kansas City to venture out and go do something. I think Vel Bacardi did his thing around that time. He went out west. Um, right. So that was a big move for Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a big, it was a big move, man. And that's when it was like, like you said, a lot of people was confused on. Okay, wait a minute. These really some Kansas City cats. They not from Texas. You know. We got Texas clubs. We got people in, in Texas. We got homies in Texas, but we really was from Kansas City. So that's how people was really like, okay, how we market this? You know, is it a do we is it a southern thing? Do, are we supposed to be marketing this in the south, or should we be doing this in the Midwest? You know, they they was on the fence of how to actually market Master when they sell. You know, um, one of our big things that kind of pushed us more in the South is DJ Scoop. You know, when Scoop took Southside and put it on his 3 in the morning, you know, that's when we really started getting hot in the South. And, you know, we was always pushing them. We was always telling them, hey, man, y'all got to promote us in the Midwest, man. Y'all got to really put the promotion in Kansas City, Chicago, you know, put us up there. And they, you know, they never did get around to it. They Since the sound was hot, um, you know, school had us on this stuff. They was really like pushing this southern thing, and we had to keep telling them, you know, hey man, we 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 from Kansas City, straight up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and obviously, you know what I'm saying. You made that statement with uh, Crooked City the following uh, album. Uh, we got we got a caller. Uh, I believe this is one of the guys. Uh, let me bring him in. Yeah, uh, hey, welcome to the show, fam. Uh, who is this? It's Flo. Hey, Flo, what's up, man? Thank you so much for calling what's in. Up? I appreciate you, bro. What's going on, man? Hell yeah, man. Yo, That's what I'm talking about. So we, we, we're talking about, you know what I'm saying, when you guys uh, uh, hooked up with uh, Little Troy, uh, I'll ask you this question too, man. What were your first impressions of Little Troy? Mm, Bootsy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he was cool. You know, he was cool. He was cool. He was just... You know, we wasn't used to them. You know what I'm saying? We was used to different kind of people down here. My first impression was different, basically. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how we was going to get along with them for real. I didn't think we would get along for real. But it turned out to be like a family thing. What was it like when you guys, like, touched down in Texas and, you know, you started, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, people like DJ Screw started liking your music. What was that whole experience like? Well, it was a beautiful thing. I, I like. We wanted to push it near west, like Brew was saying, but um, we not, we didn't get quite the response we thought we would. But it was it was it was cool, you know, hooking up with like Screw, man. Because Screw was a you know a down south G, and then like like Fat Pat, and you know they was more our status, and um. He was like, 
when he starts screwing it up, because the first time I heard it, I thought something was wrong with the tape deck, to be honest. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and it was like, that's screwed. I was like, I didn't I didn't get it at first. You know what I'm saying? But the more and more I listened to it, the more I loved it. And then when we got to meet him, it was, it was a good thing, man. I, I hated that he passed on me when he did, but. So, so young. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, Imagine all he would have accomplished like, in the last thing. 20 years. Huh? You know. I said, imagine all, all he would have accomplished in the last 20 years. Same with Fat Pat. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Another one gone, gone way too soon. Uh, but, you, but you guys, you know, at this time, you're down there in uh, Texas, and, um, you know what I'm saying, you, you're getting used to everything, and, and you're seeing your your music take off, man. Um at what point did you guys know that uh, you know Mass One Eight Seven was, was was getting pretty big? The gangster I think as we started, yeah, gangster video, and like 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 Flo was saying, when we started like meeting the cat, you know what I'm saying? Like when we first ran into Scarface at the studio, when we met, you know, Dead yeah. Red and the Bobby Boys, and hanging out with them. That's when it started getting cool. When we started meeting other people, you know, when we can go to the block in Botany and go hang out with Dirty Red. And, uh, um, that's when you know Houston started getting a little bit better for us. Yeah. Well, you know, you said uh, Scarface. You know, uh, th- I never knew Scarface was with Shortstop. You know, being from uh, you know, what I'm saying Chicago area, I never uh, knew that he put that record out before it got with Rap Lot. I thought he was just with rap a lot, you know what I'm saying, from the jump. The first time I heard about that was on your album cover, you know, where uh, uh, it says, you know, from the label that brought you the first Scarface uh, song. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's that was big, too. Um, right. You know, that I imagine Troy I did, did that uh, uh, for marketing purposes, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knew how to recognize what he had. Yeah. But he's, you know, to more like like you said, you didn't know, and you were from Chicago. Oh. You know, imagine how many other people didn't know. Only people from Houston and and right around him knew that. So that yeah. was that was a marketing strategy once again for the South. You know, I, I still feel like if he would have pushed some more, and he does too, if he would have pushed some more Midwest and West Coast, it would have been. You know, and then let the South accept. We know the South is going to accept anything because they humble. They humble people. You know, yeah. but he he was right in a, in a sense because it's it's kind of hard to break in. We weren't playing rap down here. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we weren't playing too much of uh, nothing down here. You had to go somewhere else, just like Tech. Tech Nine had to go somewhere else and then break through in the Midwest. You know what I mean? So yeah, you go out there, QD three and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. and like I said, uh, Vel Bacardi. You know, he went out there. Um, you know, I'm saying there's some other guys, but Kansas City, you know, uh, you know, at Murder Dog, we 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 released a, a compilation and we did a lot of features in Kansas City. It's a huge uh, area when it comes to hip hop. There's so much talent there. You got producers like S to the B. Uh, uh, you know, what I'm saying a lot of guys, man. And then across across yeah. the pond over there too, you got uh, Kansas City, Kansas. A lot of guys over there too. You know, um, what's the music scene like today, though, man? Is it uh, still popping over there? Or what's, what's going on? It's still popping. It's still it's still doing its thing, but it's not getting the recognition. I mean, I, I don't know why Kansas City don't play. I mean, they got Tech. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, I think Tech 
they think is all we got. And don't get me wrong, I love Texas. But the world thinks Texas is all we got because Kansas City won't bring no artists. I'm just being honest. They won't play us. They won't support us. And and even, you know, I love the people here. I'm one of them. But they do not go out and buy Kansas City music. Are you there? I always wondered why. I do, You too. know, because... Because uh, you know, you know, we recognize it as murder dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I say, Scott, I, like I say, man, it go back to when we was first getting hot, man. Um, I think we should have been in the city a whole lot more. Like the group itself, yeah. we was pushing it. But I, I think if we would have been, you know, in back in the city, man, and kind of really pushing it, you know, doing shows in the city, kind of letting the people see us, man, besides seeing us on a video or something like that. And really getting that love, um, you know. You go to the block, they everybody know, man. I mean, it ain't like the city don't know who we are. You know, it's just that, you know, the the, the radio stations and stuff like that. They they're a little bit further behind the times in other other markets, and you know, it's hard to just like like little man said, it's hard to get some spins in KC. Right. Yeah. Very hard. You got to go somewhere else first. And I don't understand that, I, but. Uh, do I. I I hear that all the time And, it, and it's not just KC It's all over the place You know, cats will mm-hmm. uh, have dope music And their own city won't even support them um, Is that why pretty much You guys just did did the three piece And said, you know what, I'm done uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Like, you know, yes, no um, You know, like before I even Before me and Little Man uh, me and Flo kind of put our first thing together. I was always on the East Coast because I know Schoolie D real good. That's like my home. So Schoolie was always, like, bringing me out. You know, he let me feature on a couple of his songs so I get my, my feet wet and kind of start understanding. You know, people from other areas was reaching out trying to help us and pull us up, you know, more than what was, like Little Man say, more than what was going on in the city. It's crazy. How did you meet Schooly D? So, man, I've been Schooly all the way. I was actually, you know, kicking it with Schooly when King of New York was out. You know, when he was doing King of New York, I was a little cat flying Mm -hmm. into Philly. You know, Flo Flo was up there too, you know. And he was definitely just started telling us, man, this is how the game going. This is how you do this. Uh, My uncle do a lot of work with Schooly, you know, on the legal side. And, you know, every now and then I would just go up there and, you know, we cooked up and he took me under like a little brother. Like, I t- matter of fact, I talked to him this week. Um, he's doing some paintings and some stuff. But um, that's, you know, that schoolie has always been one of our people that, you know, I do what I can for y'all. Was there ever thoughts of, of uh, you know what I'm saying, putting records out through him? You know, we – we kind of talked about that, man, but I think that would even have been harder for us. We was already from the Midwest, you know, and then, you know, talk about going up to New York and, 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 and getting with those cats, you know, that's a whole nother genre of music. And, and, you know, we other cats was, I don't know what you think, Flo. I was, remember when we went up there and we was, uh, these girls was in a hotel room and they kind of asked us to rap. And it was some yeah. cats in there. We started, we started doing it, and they the girls loved it. They were really on us, but uh, the guys didn't take so kindly. They were, uh, <laughs> man, they were, 
They were talking about, uh, you know, I'll, I'll kill everybody in here. I'll kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they kind of they took to us a little later. You know what I'm saying? The East Coast, man, is a wild, wild place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, but yeah. that's a dope connection to have. You know, you guys were at a young age, uh, you know, when Schoolie was in his prime. And that's the originator of gangster rap right there, too. The guy that influenced right. Ice-T at 6 in the morning. I mean, yeah. that's dope as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I'm glad people are getting to hear your story because I always wonder what happened to you guys, man, because you, I always thought, like I said, I put you guys right there with the Dayton family, you know what I'm saying, A-Ball and MJG, you know, um, shit, you guys were right there on that level, you know? And uh, I always wondered what happens to y'all. So, but hey, let's let's take a break. Let's give them some of this classic music. We're gonna hit them off right here with this uh, gangster strut, and then we'll be right back. You know what I'm saying? Mass one eight seven murder master music show. Don't go nowhere. Nigga proof, coming with the strut of a gangster. No small stop pressure, but show them quick to bank ya. Strap to the teeth, cause I'm down for mine. Ain't got no time to let these niggas come up tripping, trying to grab my stride. So where my loaf's at? I grab my khaki, grease them up, now where my clock at? I need that good stuff to switch ya. Swing, delete the tobacco from the middle and fill it with weed. Homicide, I got my tendencies, so you gon' die if you ever try to knock them up to catch me. The definition behind this old gangster strut, leg limp like a pimp, it's time to him it up. KC Town to the H Town, hooked up with Brew, who knew T Roy, and now it's time to stack some paper, pal. And I can stack them on residual. Alright, your monkey ass in the bloody clothes. So grab a hold and let the story unfold. Come to throw with these hogs from the summit on this gangster strut. Murder. I'm letting you know why. This game I have you sweating, Boda. And for the record, if you don't. 
don't struggle and endure the pain. You won't survive, so tell me, can you truly stand the rain? All you gain is determined by what you put in the game. And the price of fame ain't shit if there's no money made. Say, player, check yourself, this shit is on another level. Ain't no mistaking, I'm what you call a true blue running rebel. From the nutsack, it's been a BS to survive. I never thought it would be easy, I take it drive by stride. And day to day, these murder thoughts run through this nigga's brain. But hey, I know I ain't the only player that feels this way. So I stay alert and on my toes, yeah, at all times. Straight five says 45 and 9 got my backside. So can you deal, nigga? Can you fuck with that? The idea of the game, can you survive the test? Never gets old right there, man. It's 187 Gangster Strut, right here, Murder Master Music Show. We got Brew and Flow. Um, man, that and that album, too, man, that album did stretch across the globe. You know, um, I imagine you, you guys get people from overseas all the time wanting to get those, uh, those out-of-print albums. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they be, they be asking for that all the time, man. I mean, we get stuff from, like you said, the U.K., we even got a thing from Africa, and it's just crazy, man. Like you said, that sound, mm-hmm. it just crosses all the borders, man. Right. Yeah. I remember I was at the house at, uh, Troy's, at Troy's house, and the phone rang, and I answered it, and it was an Australian DJ. And he uh, he asked us, he told me to take a message, whatever, and I took a message, and he was like, we need 100 more vinyl. And it didn't even die on me until I hung up the phone. He said 100 more. And I was like, wow. Right. That was in Australia. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's collector's items now. You know, um, these guys uh, have albums out there that sell for hundreds of dollars. And uh, they, they'll pay it, you know, gladly. Um, but, uh, you know, so now, you know what I'm saying, uh, Real Truths, Paying Dues came out. It was it was an uh, underground success. Got you guys known. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you did my favorite album. Um, the Crooked yeah. City, man. That that album was so fucking hard when it dropped. Um, it, you could probably pick ten albums in '97. It has to be in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, easily. What, t- tell me about the process of that album, man. How did that album come together? Because uh, playtime, playtime was over. You know, right? We had finally got there. We had finally got there. We had finally made a record, you know. We were we were happy with it, and then you know, like me and, and Flo and Bub was like, you know what? We finna straight represent Kansas City on next next album. You know, like everything getting ready to be straight KC. We gonna let it be known. It ain't gonna be nothing. You ain't gotta think about it. These cats from Kansas City. So that was like a statement album for us. Yeah, that's that's why we got all KC on on the front mostly. You know what I mean? And because um, everybody was thinking we were from Houston, which wasn't nothing wrong with that, but we wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's part of where the marketing strategy came in between us. You know, 
we want to be known as Mia West, and we bought but we bought down Don Juan, which was a Kansas City DJ. He was he was working with Tech Nine at the time. Yeah, yeah, Misery Entertainment, yeah. Right. We bought him down and got five tracks from him. You know, we we wanted that Midwestern sound. We love Houston, don't get me wrong. We love the South, but it was just we weren't from there. You know, we had to represent where we were from. So, and that's our mind, that was our mind state, you know. We got to we got to read on that album. What, what did Don Juan do on, the, on that album? Oh, he did Look Through My Logs. He did, uh, oh, okay. What else did he do? He did, he did Crooked didn't he? No, he didn't do Crooked City. He did, uh, Look Through My Logs. Um, uh, what else did he do, bro? Oh, Who? Did he do Gangster Funk? No, he didn't do Gangster Stuff. That was Grim. Um, Grim Reaper did that. He did, uh, uh, what? Oh my God, I had so many, so a uh, hard time remembering what's on, what was on that album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, you, got, you got Gangsta Funk, you got uh, Rolling Hundred, you got uh, oh, Break Them Off. Break Them Off, he, he didn't do. No, Hose Rolling Hard, you got, uh, man, what there's so many classics, album? man. No, I know, shit, I can't man. remember. The one. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one of the albums, man, you press play and let it ride, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did he do Eric? Did he do Eric? No, he uh, Grim did that. He did G-Shit. Rolling Hundreds. He did uh, 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 Break Them Off. Not Break Them Off, but uh, uh, Look Through My Lokes. He did three. That was, and he did two others, but the boy did a couple others. And then on that one, we got. We got some other members of the clique on that one. You got Dulo on there, Savoy's on there. So, you know, we even got some cats from the hood to go ahead and do their spit on there. So we was really trying to represent all the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dulo, we yeah, you mentioned Dulo in a few songs, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think Gangsta Funk, you mentioned him. Um, did he ever put out any solos or anything? No, no, he didn't, he didn't do nothing else after that. Oh. We wanted to because it, they were called Gangster Click, and um, Mass One Eight Seven the Gangster Click, and it was just gonna be like Mass One Eight Seven the parent, you know what I'm saying? And then we represented it, and then the Gangster Click, and then we had a couple other guys that we wanted to, you know, kind of sign too, but we didn't never get to that point. It's it's sad for real to me. Yeah, yeah, but but I tell you what really. Uh, Really, I mean that whole album was dope, but what capped it off was uh, so real, so tight. You had that uh, oh, yeah. I got five on a beat on there. Oh man, yeah. that was sick. Right, you know, that was a marketing piece. Fat Pat. Um, yeah, and the yeah. thing's funny about Spruce, that song, man. Chopped yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. But on so real, so tight, man. The thing. So the thing on that song is, man, so we spit it, we, we was in the studio, and Pat wasn't really even supposed to be in there. Pat, Pat was just there kicking it, and we mm-hmm. started tripping. Everybody was like, man, let's just don't start. If you listen to that song, man, the whole end of that song is freestyle. All we doing sure is, is. Through, spitting, and then I come out, Pat will run in there and spit something. And the other part of that song is, if you listen to it, that's the way Troy got run to be a baller for so the verse that yeah. Pat, Pat did on Wanna Be a Baller is from that song of us freestyle. Right. Wow. Big ball and smashing. Wow. I, never even, I never even thought of that. Right. 
That's 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 did, where he was inspired from to make that song. Did did you guys get any credit for that? No. No. no I, I, I thought it. I mean, you know, he he just took Pat's verse off of it. I mean, if you listen when you listen to So Real So Tight, just listen to Pat, and when he in that 187 thugs, oh yeah, we got love. If I if I was Troy, I would have used that as a marketing strategy to bring back Mass One Eight Seven. Yeah. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? Because well, you got to think about okay, that was his biggest hit, right? Think about yeah. this. Twenty twenty. Well, obviously you got a pandemic. You can't do a tour right now. But why not? Yeah. Why not do a, a, a new version of that song? You know what I'm saying? Bring it out. Mm-hmm. Bring it fresh. Do a Mass One Eight Seven, Little Troy. Yeah, that's and, exactly what I did before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's one of those songs that'll always be. You know, everybody's gonna always remember that song. You know. Right. I was just up at the uh, store. A couple of days ago, and a guy rolled up playing that. I I, I, I you not. He he was playing it, and I, I was kind of bobbing my head to it. And I was walking my dog. I stayed just you know a few blocks away. And um, I walked down to probably two blocks, and heard another cat roll up to the stop sign playing "Wanna Be a Baller." I was like, they are really still on "Wanna Be a Baller," you know. And I got to talking to my neighbor about it, and I told him, and I was like, you remember that song "Wanna Be a Baller"? I never told nobody that. You know, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, went straight in the house and played it. Three times in about ten minutes I heard that song. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just like crazy. I got five on it, man. That, that's a song that's never going to go away. Right. right. So I believe that was really do. a marketing too, because it was playing everywhere. It was a hard beat, you know, and the East Coast really brought it back. I mean, the West Coast, you know what I'm saying, with the Loonies. So when he did that, I was really believe he was trying to he was trying to shoot some West Coast and Midwest love in there, you know, because he put, he did it like that. And then he shot uh he shot a fat pat on it, which was off the chain. But you can't forget Mary Jane went on it and went hard, you know. Right. To me, she 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 leveled the album out. Um, she she, she yeah. just gave it. That, that that twist, you know what I'm saying? I, I I really love Mary Jane for that. I really believe she played a big part in that. Uh, well, well, the the next album, Wayne Seven Thugs, that uh, it didn't come out on Shortstop Records. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, I'm going to go okay. to this uh, next song right here, man. We're going to play Southside. And then uh, we're saving so real, so tight for the end. But uh, we'll be right back, uh, Mass 187. Don't go nowhere.
go. Rolling down the avenue in the hoop, blowing big though. It amazes me, cause the thoughts are so fun. Get a bag of shit, you probably got hopes and bugs. The water's got me cooked, so everybody slow down. Work with me, people, as I try to break this shit down. I'm in this and everybody's real. From aggravated robbers down to 187. like that 90s music, man. Uh, we got Mass 187 in the house. We got Brew and Flow. Uh, we also got my brother, uh, Mac J. You know what I'm saying? I'm bringing him on, man. It's his uh, birthday uh, coming up here uh, tomorrow, so happy birthday to you, Mac J. Um, well, uh, we got Mass 187. Mass 187, man. Been chopping it up with that man. Um, I know you got some questions for him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to you for a while, brother. Hell yeah. First, I want to just... Uh, Salute y'all for coming on the show tonight, man. I really appreciate it. You know, we paid uh, homage to the legends and pioneers, and I definitely consider y'all legends and pioneers in this in this, in this rap game. You know what I'm saying? Whether, whether people know or they don't know, they're going to know tonight, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I, I salute you, brothers, at all times, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, and uh, I miss them smooth, them smooth grooves like that. But one thing I want to ask y'all, what was it like working with DJ Screw back in the day? Oh, man. School was, yeah, school was wide open, man. And just so the significance of playing Southside was school put 
put that on this three in the morning tape. I mean, he showed us a lot of love. School school was a different kind of cat, man. You just like everybody would just show up to schoolhouse, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they'd be over there killing, drinking and smoking, everybody just killing and school would be like, you know, get on the mic. You know, it wasn't no, you know, we got studio time here, we sit now. You roll by, you, you go to schoolhouse, he'd be in there chilling, you know, mixing it, <laughs> doing his little thing, mix, and then he'd just say, jump on the mic. And whoever's there that day, whether it's Pat, you know, whether it's whoever's there in the house that day, you know, you got some mic time. He was a cool cat, man. He he really showed us love, you know, and kind of welcomed us to Houston. Sure at, at first you said you said that uh you know what I'm saying you quite didn't get get the uh the chop and screw music, you know what I'm saying? At what point did you say, you know what man, I I, I dig this shit. Well, I got it when 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 they played I think it was Tupac and they played uh uh do do do. Yeah. Dun, dun. Yeah, yeah so many tears. tears. Oh my God! When I heard that chopped and screwed, that's when that's what that's what got me. I was I was hooked, <laughs> and the way he did I, it was just off the chain, off the I chain. Think I couldn't believe me, it. But I think he I think he got me flow. I was over there one. He hit me with a sebo that he slowed oh, up yeah. and stopped. And he, oh, it was it was it was ridiculous, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. he had them spitters. And that's when it hit me. You know, I I really did. I I, I kept trying to push the tape off the deck. I was like, what the but <laughs> I was dumb to it, you know. I had never heard it. But when I got, when I heard that talk for me, and then like like Bruce said, Sebo, and that did it for me. And it, it, it was oh, on oh. from then, yeah, man. Rest in peace, yeah. DJ Screw, man. You know, because right. uh, I don't. I feel. I still feel he don't get enough credit for uh, reinventing a sound of music that he should. Anyway, man, and it's. It's good to talk to y'all because y'all, y'all, he still live on through you guys. You know that, right? Right, yes, right, right. Hey, you know, you know another thing. This is what's sad to me that I was uh, going through some YouTube videos and there was a uh, a, a young Caucasian uh, lady. She was probably about eighteen, seventeen, somewhere around there, and she was doing screw music and saying that. Uh, the guy from Ring Say by the Bell was the inventor of it. The, oh, the, oh, yeah, uh, I seen that video on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she got scientific with it, too. It was explaining how they yeah. slow it down, and this is this, and this is that. Right. And I was like, she don't got a fucking clue, man. Right. No uh, way are you are you the inventor of Screw. And th- I think she really believes yeah. that, though. That's what's I really think she believes that. She don't know. We talk about we talk about this a lot, man. Like uh, they don't know what Google is or something because like we seen a guy, this white kid, he was uh, named Ant Banks. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, don't you know who Ant Banks is? You know, there was another guy, right. DJ Paul. It's like there's already a DJ Paul. I mean, right. it's ridiculous. They think they yeah, invented this shit. Fuck. Right? You know, yeah. that's weird. That is so weird. Like that, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but. I don't even hear rap no more, hardly. <laughs> yeah, me either. I mean, I listen to you guys. Uh, uh, you know, what I'm saying Fat Pat, something like that. Ghetto Boys, Run DMC. Um, I'll listen to Willie fucking Nelson before I tune into this bullshit on the radio nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Damn right. <laughs> I, I play 
week. I don't even play. I mean, you know, I get some Lamar, uh, Kendrick in there. I get some Weekend. I get some, you know what I'm saying? I get a few, and I definitely play some Tech, not just because he's from the city, but I get, I get, I still play EM, you know what I mean? But besides that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just well, don't get you know, it. with me, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't relate, but there's, there's like no substance. I mean, party music is cool. Everybody likes, you know, we had two live crew, of course, Poison Clan, shit like that. But you got to have a balance, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I believe you got to have some street stuff, some conscious, some parties, a, a, a mixture. Now they just want trendy pop bullshit 24-7. It's, man, it's, it's just killing the rap game. Yeah, I believe you know? they're actually programming you to, to listen to that, man. I mean, I, I see kids that don't have no sense nowadays. They're killing you way quicker than we was, and we was, you know, the, the, representatives, the representatives of that shit. But, you know, it, they really not they really right now are killing you for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Murder rate is so high that it's ridiculous, you know, and that's, 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 I do, I mean, music is so influential. It, it, it plays a big part in people's lives. So, you know, to spit mindless music out there or, or, or mumble rap, and, and you know, that's how you're going to act the people acting, you know, to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't, I, you know, you know I can I can't tell you the last time I listened to regular radio and I'm stuck I'm stuck in between like nineteen eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, all the way to right. about two thousand and seven. You know what I'm saying? Like and anything after that is usually underground music or music from legends like yourself that don't get the mainstream media push no more. A lot of people don't even know that guys still make music, so that's why it's important and for us to do do shows like this so people like like you said, old girl don't even know. She probably don't even know who DJ Screw is. I bet you she know now after she dropped that video on YouTube because I seen a gang of people on Facebook lighting them comments up. Like, girl, you don't got no fucking clue. You got to show some love now. You got to pay your homage. Right. They should have lit her ass up. Right. But, but I wanted to also ask y'all about the uh, the album, that, the, 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 the one album y'all came out with, the 187 Thugs. It wasn't on Shortstop. It was on another label. What? What caused y'all to uh, drop it on another label? And can you tell us about the experience of dropping that that album? Yeah, yeah. so you know, that was us getting back in the game and trying to do some stuff on our own, man. You know, it was always mm-hmm. a a goal to to just do our stuff. So, you know, me and Flo kind of after Crooked City got together, and um, Lil Bub actually went and did um, some Christian rap for a while. So Bub really wasn't rapping for a while, so that's why you only see me and Flo. You know, Bub was doing mm-hmm. he was rapping, but he was doing his Christian thing. You know, so um, that was just us. Yeah, we found an investor and um, went out there and went on the East Coast. We finally did go back to the East Coast and um, just put a record down, man. So, you know, kind of letting everybody know that one, we were still around and we was, you know, still putting some bangers out. So that's how that whole thing came together. Oh yeah, y'all had some classic cuts on that album with uh D Red from the Botany Boys. Man, I love D Red, man. He he a real character, man. I like that dude, man. What, what was it like working yeah, with D Red? Man, it was entertaining. <laughs> he a real entertainer, man. Yeah, man. He's a character, man. Uh, uh, that D Red, you can say so much about him, man. I love that dude. You know, um, he was really one that I felt like was from. He could have been my neighbor in Kansas City. You know what I mean? He was, mm-hmm. he was that. 
down to earth to me. He he had no plex about uh 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 if we if we had a fight, he had a fight. Right. Matter of fact, I remember some fights he started. <laughs> you know, he was he was a real dude, man. I love that dude till today. I still talk to him. You know, I see him with ruining him up in Houston whenever he brews in Houston and they give me a call, but that that's that's my guy there. That's yeah, my guy. Man, salute to D Red. Salute to the Bobby Boys. C note and all of them, you know what I'm saying? Them some real good dudes, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Schoolie D on that uh, album too. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, is there any, is there any plans though of you guys getting back and doing anything in the future? You know what? Uh-huh. We ain't talked about it, man. You know, um, everybody kind of doing their thing right now. Um, but you know, it, it it can definitely happen. You know, it ain't like it like it's no problem for us not to get back together. But everybody kind of doing their own little thing right now. Um, Matter of fact, y'all can um uh, if y'all got Amazon Prime, it's a show on Amazon Prime called Chase Street. So I'm gonna be on in the next season. I'm gonna be in there playing a role. So I'm gonna be doing a little acting thing coming up here pretty soon. So y'all can check me out. Oh, on that's that. what's up. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I got Prime. Yep, congratulations on that. Yeah, my Bruce always been in the mix, man. He's always in the mix, and then he's the one that pulls us in. He's the business. End of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, very business oriented, yeah. man. He's, he, and for a man to be in the streets like he was, and then still have the mind frame to go ahead and, you know, what I'm saying, I'm gonna take this mentality here, and 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 make it, and then, you know, what I'm saying that was that was an incredible dude to have on our team too. You know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, goal yeah, especially, was especially coming out of problem, Kansas man. City, man. Right. Yeah. Can I ask y'all how? How do some of the uh, the younger artists or like the Tech Nines and them from Kansas City? How receptive uh, 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 are they to you guys being some of the originators coming out of Kansas City? Do they show y'all uh, love and do they pay homage to you guys as far as the things that y'all to, put down in the game? To to be honest, you know I'm here in Kansas City right now, and mm-hmm. I mentioned I mentioned Mass One Eight Seven to a couple of cats and they don't know, you know, but they're young. Mm-hmm. So that lets you know where the omnitude is around here. We Tech Nine now. I grew up next door to Tech Nine, you know. I, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Tech Nine was a he was a cool dude. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna say anything bad about Tech Nine, but I remember right. Tech Nine had a show here, and we were his people. Like like when whenever he there was trouble, Tech Nine came to us. You know, we were next door, me and my cousins. So he 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 had a show. And, you know, we had already bought tickets for a show. We were going to support him anyway. And um, mm-hmm. we told him, hey, 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 you know, it might have been the wrong thing to ask, but we just wanted to see where his head was, kind of. So we said, yeah, come back and get us, man. We want to check out the show. You know, you're going to get us. He got off the bus, and he was like, this is my real family. This is my real family. He introduced us to his whole sound st- sound crew and everything. But, you know, he didn't come back and get us. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it'd be, you know, it'd be like no that sometimes, though. You know, no little loss. You know, but you know, you don't get off and of you know. I still love that dude. I don't have no problem with tech. I still support his music. Um, real dude there. But as far as us being remembered on the Kansas City scene, it's kind of faded. You know what I mean? I still put out music. Yeah. Though. Still representing okay. from us, but I'm I'm on a kind of another level. But I I'm putting it in their face again, just so yeah, they know. So. 
Well, yeah. I'm glad we had a chance to talk to you guys because your story is important. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, you guys, you know, you were there for a lot of legendary things. I mean, when DJ Screw first got, you know, really big and known, you guys uh, uh, had some of your music chopped and screwed by him, you know what I'm saying, right mm-hmm. at that time. You know? Um, right. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a good thing. But uh, the homie uh, Sin from France, I know he's, uh, he just called in. He's got a question or two he wants to ask you guys before we uh, go to this So Real, So Tight track. Uh, Sid, you there, brother? Yes, yes, sir. Hi, Scott. Hi, hi, Mike J. Hi, legendary Maxwell is seven. It's an honor to have you on the show. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. can you tell us about the, the song Southside, uh, mixed by DJ Screws, a remix at the end of the, the album of, uh, Will Screws Paying Jews? Yeah, yeah Southside. Yeah, Southside, man, was just, we, you know, we always coming hard, man, and we was like, we don't have nothing that's kind of mellow, that we really ain't tripping on, that it's a laid-back song, that we just talking about a day where we, you know, chilling and smoking, drinking and just hanging out. So it was just something that we said, let's put something cool on the album that's just kind of laid back. Scoot took to it, much love to him. He didn't have to do that. You know, he put it all on his 3 in the morning album. Stopped and screwed it, which really got us, you know, known in the city of Houston. Um, so that's how that whole thing came, you know. It was just love from Screw. He liked the song, and he's like, dude, I'm putting y'all on. That's, that's, that's what's going to happen. So that's how that whole thing played out. And that was inspired by, wasn't that you and Mary Jane that inspired that? Me, Mary Jane, and um, Little Troy's homeboy, Fingers, Mr. Fingers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. that was kind of I the song, man. Yeah. And, and, the, and the cover, the cover, uh, Will, uh, True Spain Juice cover, was done by Pen and Pixel. How how got the idea of the cover, the artwork, and the, the idea of the cover? Um. So, so, one thing we used to do when we was in Houston, like, when we get done at the end of the day, you know, we that, that caddy that is on the cover, that's little Troy's caddy. We get in that, and we go beat down the block. You know, he had like four, five, 18s in there, and we would just go hit a park or something, or we'd ride to the beach, and we would always be playing mass. You know, people would come around the car and all that other stuff. So um, we was like, hey, let's just throw it on the cover. So that, that's how the idea came up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Also, the, the song uh, Gangster Funk on uh, on your album Cougar City. Can you tell us, tell us mm-hmm. about this one? It was the real gamble song you did back in the day, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, the hook is missing up there. That gangster funk. They were supposed to go, that gangster funk. That's what it is. That's what it is. Let me get into you. And we didn't get it on there because the guy that was going to sing it didn't show up. We actually did that at Beto House, Scarface's week. And um, uh-huh. I remember Big 3-2. Big 3-2 was downstairs. Rest in peace. That's my guy, man. But uh, he, he kind of got us yeah, because we didn't do that hook that day. He was downstairs writing his song. When we left, I'd be dang if he didn't come out with Budaphone. <laughs> That Buddha phone, that's what it is. 
I said, hey, man. Yeah, he got us, but that's my guy, man. I, I, yeah. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, yeah rest man. in peace in 3 2, man. He was gone way too soon, too. Uh, yeah, right. man. That's, that's another one, man. Fat Pad, screw. You know? Mm-hmm. When you guys look back hey, and, and you guys reflect on these times, man, uh, man, what's it like, man? What are your thoughts about those days? Them was the good old days. Basically, yeah. yeah. You know, man, you know, all good things have to come to an end, but those are some that I wish that could have stayed because I look at life now and it's not the same. Not at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I miss them. Yeah, them was, them was the good days, man. We was like a, we was really like a, a, a little family, all us putting it together, you know. Us, you know, me and Latroy, we used to argue all the time like brothers, man. We still talk to this day. But we used to get into some arguments, man, and, you know, like, like brothers do. And, you know, now we reflect back. You know, I, I was down there uh, about a month or two ago, and I went to Troy house, and we were sitting there just talking about, you know, how we used to go to the studio and put it down and, you know, come up with our ideas, late-night sessions, dominoes, drinking, hitting the studio, you know, like, like little man said, good old days. Mhm. Oh yeah, man. I tell you what, he was like, <clears throat> for real. He, no, he trained me to do my, to train me to keep my head, keep my head on straight. You know what I mean? He he he, yeah. he was really like a, a father to me. You know what I mean? I mean, because my father was in my life, but he wasn't. He he liked to replace his presence with presence. You know what I mean? But Detroit was getting you know, getting your head, getting your mind, get your heart right. You know what I mean? And he. You know, even when you thought you was right, he'll show you when you was wrong. He'll show you when you was right. You know, he's a good dude, man. Much love yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. Yeah, you know, it's good to hear that, man. And hopefully you guys can do something in the future. I feel there's unless business, you know what I'm saying, out there. Because I know Mass 187 um, could have achieved uh, much bigger um things man you know what i'm saying it's sky's the limit with you guys the talent is real mm-hmm. and uh you know those albums are classics anybody that hasn't heard it i, I recommend you you go check mass 187 out immediately we're gonna leave you with one of the dopest songs you know what i'm saying so real so tight featuring fat pat that dope fucking beat man um <laughs> as we get out of here though uh i want to thank you guys and i want to give you guys the floor man any projects you got coming out or anybody you want to shout out man it's all yours man okay. yeah like you i said man like i said man y'all check out k street on amazon prime i'm gonna be on there um only other thing i want to leave with is hey shout out to you know all of the kansas city pit oh daddy you know Savoir, you know, Nutty, all, all, all the fellas, man, that was was with us from day one, you know, supporting us. Um, even when we didn't get all of the support we needed from the city, we got a strong click that really was always with us from day one. Right, right, right. And I want to say the same thing. Shout out to my click. Shout out to y'all for having us on here. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, we still around. We still doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna, I'm thinking about, you know, um, dropping another one that's going to be called uh, South Side, I mean, Light Side, Dark Side, and just uh, people say it's gospel, but it's not. It's, it's hip-hop gospel. 
Um, but it's 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 some nice smooth tracks on there. It goes deep. It's it's showing the thinking side of flow. You know what I mean? And and how we can how we can do on the on, other than gangster. You know what I'm saying? We influenced a lot of people that did. You know, go go hard and, and live that life because of us. You know, I ain't saying it's right. I ain't saying it's wrong. But that was just us at the time. And I want to um, definitely thank Houston, Philly, New York, uh, even even um, Ice T on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Can't yes, forget about him. He had a lot of influence on us. Um, so just everybody, all our fan base, you know, just keep listening because you mess one eight seven is never over. We'll pop up and pop out. No. And hey, yeah, when you drop that thing, album, folks. Yeah, hold on. We got yeah. one thing. Because he's supposed to be been on here today. Beats the little bug. Little oh, bug. boy. Supposed to be on the call tonight. I don't know what happened, but hey. Little bug. What's up, baby? <laughs> Shout out to Lil Bub. Uh, but hey, when you drop that album you're talking about, um, man, uh, come back on, man. Let's uh, you know chop it up, preview a few tracks off of it. You're always welcome. Mm-hmm. Same, same with you, Brew. Anything you do as well. Oh yeah, you know, you know, we've been going back and forth for a while. I'll definitely get back at you. All right, that's what I'm talking about, man. You guys be uh, be good, man. Be safe. Uh, man, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, man, twenty seven, so real, so tight. Murder Max Music Show. UGS for Life dot com. UGS for Life. What love, bitches.
all for your break. Smoking down from that stanky dank and laying down gang. MJ passed a sticky green my way. And flow, I heard you had a little bit of drink to drink. Some straight loaxers, them KC killers. So fool, catch this rap up that one hit the quitter. Uh, come take us, okay, yo, fuck with that chronic smoke Pass it to the flow and let the games begin Cause I'ma hit it for five And hold it for ten I got ten to spin on the head to see If you can match this ten, you can loaf with me Now y'all don't hurry, go on the player Tell me, did you feel it? I like to get high When I'm rolling with my real G They bump in the side And from the south and to the north Killers smoking on that chronic Then we can't take no short So I gotta get down I had you rolling in them cabins. The party's jumping out, past the bone, and I ain't leaving till the early morning. My beat was vibrating, two pages in me. It's my man, where you at and when you coming home? Peep gang, fool, I'm headed for the after hours. Getting bent, filling my cup up with that chronic seven. My boy Drew got that 40 ounce dash yet. Bum, bud, still blazing up the chronic boom. Slow cranking up the switches one time for these snitches. I hear him hollering.
everything just as fast as I came, man. In this game, ain't no smelling in the cut. Cause niggas be down to kill a nigga and they don't give a fuck like a real true nigga coming from the south side. Down to kicking it with my niggas that's down to who ride. I got Troy on the backside. Every day, all day, that's how we roll with this KC thing now. It's just G stacking them G. Smoking them to kill the weed. Nigga, I thought you knew you can't see me. Lil B, you be in the cut. Smoking nothing but that fire ass, smoky ass skunk. So, uh, you better come on in or get the fuck on now. Cause I be rolling with them niggas from the south. It's time for this shit to blow up. Cause I've been down for too long. I put a grand on this bitch. Tap in the savings and long. Click up the one eight seven. Cause I've been down the ride. Sip, surf, flip, bourbon, smoke weed and get high. Move five birds a week. I gotta hustle to eat. Play sweets in my sleep. Be on that midnight creep. Moonlit dreams of candy coated legs. Dripping wet, slopping syrup on the set of the soft when I play. One more, we got one more, man. I gotta let you hear one more. It's off that crooked city, gangster shit, man. So ain't said. Shit, so hard, man. We'll see you guys soon. That gangster it's shit. That shit that's that shit that's making niggas sick. We coming with that motherfucking gangster shit. It's that G shit that street shit that's making niggas sick. How does it feel to see a G from your clip? It's that G shit that street shit that's making niggas sick. We coming with that motherfucking gangster shit. It's that gangster shit. Like a hustler since 84 
any means necessary. So best believe that the style we bring is legendary. Can you feel it? It's that G shit, that C shit that's making it. 